0: Tuesday after the Super Bowl and about 50 feet away from us at the bar, people are still, Matt, still talking about the overtime rules of NFL football and the Super Bowl still. And they don't know. No one seems to their... They're, you know, it's a, it's a bar conversation of mm-hmm. a couple guys. And one guy thinks he knows the rules. And the mm-hmm. other guy doesn't... No one's Googling. and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's still, I, to me, that's, like, not even on the top ten list of most interesting things about that game. But, you know, yeah, that's agree. fine. I was
1: surprised people made as big a deal out of it as yeah. they did. It,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You know. And uh, yet, we're
0: leading with it. but <laughs> you know.
1: Well, to me, it's, like, an easy thing to sort of get out of the way, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I was a little surprised he didn't go second. That's what you do in college over time. Yeah. You know, so you know what you have to do. Um, but... For one thing, his defense had to be gassed. They had just got marched down the field Amen. on the final drive of regulation, and that game-tying field goal came with one second left. So, I mean, they literally, if you if you choose to kick, you're putting your defense right back on the field. There was no break. It was essentially like like giving up a touchdown and then having to go play defense right away again. Uh, so that, to me, is the biggest reason. Like you no, know, And I don't know if that's what Kyle Shanahan said, played into it or not. I, I saw kind of a half-hearted answer that he gave, but... Um, even if he gave a dumb answer, even if his answer was, oh, I didn't know those were the rules, you know, uh, did it really affect the game? Did the 49ers players play differently because they had the, they had to go on defense first? You know, I mean, you could argue that the Chiefs, maybe their play calling is going to be different because they know, okay, four downs every time. You know, I understand that part of it. But, like, I, I don't understand the, uh, the suggestion, I guess, that it, it literally impacted the game. Um, the, the 49ers defense is not going to, oh, well, since we have a field goal, we're going to play. I, I, I just don't understand it. That, to me, felt like people looking for things to – Yep. Yeah. yeah. To, to, for talking points, whatever, I guess. We're uh, sitting here talking about that, it.
0: So. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun, I guess. But I didn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't know the new overtime rules until they showed them on the screen yeah. of the NFL. So when's I the last kinda, time
1: – When the game went to overtime, I remember – I didn't know them either. Yeah. But I, I was like – oh, I'm pretty sure there's different rules now, that it wasn't yes. sudden death. Right, But I didn't know exactly what it was, and it turned out you know, that it was basically what I thought it was. And
0: but. they were created, I think, because of the Mahomes, uh, the Bills, the legendary game mm-hmm. a couple of years ago where the Chiefs scored in 13 seconds, and then they mm-hmm. scored right away, and Buffalo didn't get the ball. They didn't even get the ball to, yeah. uh, to answer. So anyway, that happened, and uh, the coaches ought to know. The players, I don't think... Needed to know. Uh, they, yeah. they just go play, out and play football.
1: Are you going yeah. defense differently because no. you do or don't know the rules? I mean, yeah. you have a job to do on every play yeah. that's called. Yeah. You're either going to yeah. do either that get job Get the or yards run. or
0: stop the yards. Yeah. And, uh, oh, by the way, the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes and the Niners didn't. And Patrick Mahomes made a few more plays. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's what it usually boils down to when it involves the Chiefs. So uh, the best thing that happened over the weekend was not at the Super Bowl. It was not... At uh, it was not at the uh, waste management open. Waste management open. I I I do want. I'm interested to hear what you think of all that, but. Uh, it actually happened that after the Nebraska women beat the Iowa women, and th- they prevented Caitlin Clark from scoring, setting the scoring record. There's conspiracy theories that Iowa prevented Caitlin Clark from the scoring record because they wanted her to do it at, do it home, at home the next game, uh-huh. even though like half the crowd was Iowa fans yeah. in Lincoln. But no, uh, this is uh, this is after the game. I didn't see a second of it. I actually forgotten it was going on, uh, and I got to the bar here, and somebody told me Nebraska beat Iowa. I was like, cool, that's a big win for Amy Williams. Good for her. Uh, 92-89. So emotional win for Nebraska. The Fans stormed the court. This was afterwards. One of Nebraska's players. There's three Nebraska players up at the podium post-game press conference. So you know what these settings are like. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's coming? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe a, I figured a lot of people hadn't heard this. We got a flight to Cat. No. I won several states. This is bullshit. This is not. 20 20 seconds, Lisa Bluter, Iowa's coach. Could you hear all that? Not really. (laughs) She's... this is bullshit. El- this is not Big Ten protocol. Yeah, that was. Wham, wham, wham. It's like a, it's like an earworm. It's like a yeah. song playing in my head. I watched that so many times. Did someone
1: call Lisa a ambulance <laughs> to take her back to
0: Iowa? God, it was. Uh, I don't know. It's just you just don't hear and see that too often. What I a just, baby. I don't know the context either. Like, did she know she was like everybody in the press conference? All the microphones were going to hear her. They went
1: in. <laughs> they went like in different order because it took one team so long. Yeah. So she thought we we're supposed to be on the podium right now. Yes, and, because yeah. they
0: the team with a flight to catch. I get that. And then while she was at it, she complained that Nebraska was playing music while Iowa was shooting free throws. And then Caitlin Clark was asked about it. And Caitlin Clark goes, I don't remember if they were playing music. A lot of the times the fans are yelling. So, you know, (laughs) that makes it like I'm supposed to make free throws. That's what happens in the game. So... We just learned a little bit more about Lisa Bluter. That's all. That's about it. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> just
1: nice win, uh, Amy. Good for you. It is.
0: It was a nice win for Amy. Okay, what do you think of the? Uh, what do you think of the Waste Management Open and the belligerence and uh, the debauchery? <sighs> I mean, I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. I was told about all this when yeah, I got to the
1: bar. I only became aware of the Waste Management Open a couple of years ago. I think from you telling me about sure. it, and then one of the more recent years. If we talked about this on the podcast last year, the year before, uh, how I couldn't get my dad to turn the Super Bowl on, remember? Because he was watching the end of the Waste in Yeah. I'm like, dickhead, <laughs> turn on the Super Bowl. He no, oh, this is really cool. This is a special tournament where they all get drunk. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> any other Sunday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, So that made me a little more aware of it. Um, Thank you. Yep. And so it, it, it's kind of become... Like, that's a kind of a good litmus test when it comes to pro golf. Like, if I know about it, that means it's becoming national. Because I don't pay attention to pro golf. You know, so if something gets on my radar, that means it's kind of crossing over to the mainstream, so to speak. Um, so I had become aware of this waste management thing. And it's pretty apparent that it, it was outgrowing itself in the sense of, like, oh, this is becoming a thing. Like, it's no longer about the golf. Yep. It's about, oh, this is something people want to go experience, be part of this party atmosphere. And I think clearly this year it's spilled over to where now it's, it's become a shit show. Like, now it's like, okay... There are people showing up that could not give less of a fuck about golf or anything else. They just want to go there. Hey, this is an excuse to go act like a wild animal. Yep. And I saw a bunch of the videos on TikTok and the one of the guys sitting in the chair pissing himself and the ones of the guys getting in a big fight in the cart pass. Big and Bubba sliding in the mud and getting up and
0: the yep, other guy playing yep. with and, his man boots. And players
1: actually, you know, yelling at fans to shut up and stuff like that. I mean it's you know I used to joke that like the scenes out of Happy Gilmore. Like, that's fun. That's what golf should be, you know, this party atmosphere. Remember oh, yeah. Shooter McGavin's talking to the guy, like, I saw be having sex behind the bushes, you know. like. He's <laughs> like, yeah,
0: that's what golf should
1: be, but uh, not really. You know, yeah. like, there, it's one thing to, you know, be rowdy and drunk and having a good time, and especially to have, like, one tournament that is kind of like, okay, maybe the rules are a little different here. But it obviously completely jumped the shark here, and I don't give a shit, like I said, because I don't really follow golf, but it, it just looked really embarrassing to me, and obviously they're going to have to... Do something about it.
0: Yeah, because it used to. Because where do you draw the line? Because for a while, a guy makes a hole in one. A whole place throws their beers and their mm-hmm. beer cans onto the course. And as, so long as nobody's getting hurt, okay, that's just a scene. And mm-hmm. uh, but then that started to happen. Like on, I was I just, I was catching the end of the very end of the second round on Friday. Some dude just hits a four-foot birdie putt. And they hit, there had been like only four or five birdies on the hole the whole day. But this is the end of the day where those that were still there and surviving uh-huh. had probably been there all day. He just makes a birdie putt. They go crazy. He just pumps his fist to acknowledge it. He's kind of getting excited because these golfers aren't used yeah. to people going that crazy for yeah. them. Yeah. And meaningless second round, and he just pumps his fist. This is a, kind of like a tiger pump, and then they just start throwing things everywhere. It was kind of, uh, it was kind of like the precursor. Like, yeah. they, they're just now they're just doing this for doing its sake. Yeah. And this, I mean, that's the identity of that whole tournament is that whole 20,000 people on one mm-hmm. hole, and it's mm-hmm. a party. And mm-hmm. it'll be interesting I mean, to see what they do. it's kind of like,
1: you know, you hate to... <laughs> obviously, someone who drinks as much as I do, I'm not going to, you know, start bad-mouthing alcohol or having yeah. it up. But, you know, think of the 10-cent de- uh, beer night that Bill Vec did back in the 50s or whatever. Like, people... Um, did people die at that? Like, I mean, I don't know if it got that bad, but it was like a shit show. They had it to was to known as a disaster. They had to forfeit the game, if yeah. I remember right. Yes. Like, people... You give them 10-cent beers, they get that drunk. Same that thing it, happened you
0: know, with... Uh, with Bill and Mike Vec with the disc Disco Demolition, demolition Derby. Night, yeah, that was another like, cheap yeah, beer night. Yeah. yeah, Or a um, cheap ticket, whatever. You
1: like to think that, oh, okay, if alcohol sales are monitored and there's security in place and these are adults, you know, that it can be managed, but there's that's an example. There's a couple examples out there of like, if you make it too much of a thing, yeah. human beings, I don't care how you know mature They're supposed they supposedly are like this can happen we yeah. can become
0: wild animals if- so you yeah, want to appeal to the masses you yeah. want to bring in a new cra- well be careful well the, the, the this just made me think about a recent conversation I had with somebody who was an original like Sioux Falls Canary season ticket holder and doesn't doesn't really go to the games anymore once or twice a year very nice guy but he just said it's not it's not as fun as it used to be and there's not as many people and this could go this conversation could go so many ways like why not as many people are at the games as there were in the 90s but one but he th- part of his reasoning was uh, he said well players cared more and there were more fights and there were more temper tantrums and I'm like okay well I've been at Every game the last four years, I, I can tell that a lot of players care and get really upset when they aren't playing well. Managers do get tossed. Mike Meyer, the manager, goes out and mm-hmm. gives the ref a, an earful, but mm-hmm. it doesn't appear anybody's doing it just to grandstand. This, is, uh-huh. Anyway, but then he started saying how, you know, the beer was incredibly cheap, and it was just great. It was a party. There were so many drunk people sitting around. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and? Uh-huh. Like, that's... And when I was in my 20s, maybe if that was a reputation of something, ooh, that sounds like fun, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. But uh, on the other side of that, just as a guy in his 40s, like, I don't mind some... A, a, a loose atmosphere, but a ridiculous atmosphere. Well, no, I'm. Yeah. I want to go enjoy myself to a certain you point. You don't to, to
1: bring your kids. It, yeah, well, yeah, and then, yeah. well,
0: you just made the other point. Is yeah. like, guess what? We're yes. We if if we're not as fun because there's not as many drunk people at the games as there were in the nineties. I I can live with that because we are a business, and if we can get families, you know, a husband and yeah, wife and yeah. their kids there, yeah. we're gonna sell. We're gonna all, we'll more, we'll yeah. sell more tickets, and it'll be a. Good atmosphere for the kids. Okay, so uh, final thought of uh, excess drinking (laughs) or images of it. I, I I I saw Taylor Swift chug the beer, and I went, that just adds. That just adds to the fun. Good for her. And maybe she was doing because the cameras knew she Whatever, but I was just like, cool. I hope she was. Taylor, it looked like she was. Taylor chugged the beer. Good for her. Good for her. Because isn't that what cameras do now? Aaron Rodgers did that two uh. or three years ago, ironically. We don't know if it was a beer. It might have
1: been a lemonade or something, oh, but it, who cares? Yes.
0: And then apparently that was enough for some people to make that a thing about Taylor being a bad Role model. For yeah, girls I mean, and- <laughs> we all we know by now that
1: we now live in a society where people choose sides. Yes. And if someone on their side does something, they'll yeah. look for any way to excuse it. Yeah. And if someone on the other side does it, th- they'll get mad at them no matter what they do. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden could cure cancer by himself tomorrow, and 50% of the people in this country would say, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. You know?
0: And then we had, the, and I'm sure that's where the, cam- the camps were all aligned on their side for the Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid bump in. Which...
1: Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I saw, and to pick on the other side of the political aisle, I saw uh, an entire thread of people with, you know, clutching their pearls that, is Taylor safe? Because if Travis (laughs) would do that, he clearly is not, you know, can't control his temper and is probably an abuser. Um, if he was willing to do that, he's clearly has signs of being an abuser. Uh, uh, and anger management issues. Yes, he can't issues. control his, his anger, which probably, and they're extrapolating this all the way, which probably means he can't physically control himself, which probably means he's already roughed up Taylor a couple of times. You know, is do we need to get her out of this unsafe relationship that she's in with this mouth-breathing wild animal of a, of a man, football player? Uh, because he yelled at his coach, so clearly he has serious, serious anger issues. Well, and, he bumped and into a mat. Yeah. almost knocked a 400-pound yeah. or whatever and man there down. A, there were a few people coming in there going, like, hi, sorry to butt in on this feminist party, but uh, have you ever played sports? This yeah. is kind of – and the, that has nothing to do with it. Like, there is no instance where that is okay. Like, oh, okay. Well, make sure to go to every football practice in America sometime in the fall, and explain to all of them that they are not allowed to shout at each other because angry feminist liberal woman says so. That makes you an abuser if you ever yeah. get into an argument on the sidelines. So,
0: or how's this? Go to the occasional uh, college women's basketball game or softball game. It might you might yeah. you might hear a coach. Yeah might hear a coach curse several and, times. In,
1: in Travis Kelsey's defense, he clearly bumped into him accidentally.
0: And get angry, um, yeah.
1: You know, the it screaming was, at him was intentional. He was clearly course. trying to get his face to scream at him. Yeah. But he obviously, like, slipped and bumped into him. He wasn't trying to knock him
0: over. It would have been a terrible no. look had Danny Reed fallen over. Yes, but uh, yes, terrible, it terrible, terrible. But it's, I still think most people would be reasonable enough. I measure those kind of things sometimes by how many times have we seen this before? Was this a – uh, how much beyond what we've ever seen before, those of us who watch a lot of sports? And, you know, you don't see – the players get that angry and that belligerent coaches very often, but at no point did I it was just by the way, he had a he had a pretty he could point. Yeah, um, like, I should have been on the field you, right there. You, you, yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, and the, the the bigger point is, um, I think you've thrown to me one time in the first mm-hmm. half. We've mm-hmm. scored a grand total of six points, no mm-hmm. touchdowns. Um, three, I think, at that point. And yeah. then, what do you know? They they started throwing to him more often in the second half. And won the game. Yeah. okay. So what, what I remember texting you during the game. Cause I because I'm biased. I am a Chiefs fan. i just I want to see them win. So every play is like you know, a big deal because every play is going towards if they're going to win the game or not. If you're just a fan with no skin in the game, or even if you are a Niners fan cheering against the Chiefs, you're, you're, you're a fan of the other team, but you're cheering for the Niners because you don't want to see the Chiefs win. Apparently, it was boring, and I could... It's not like I don't see my fair share of Big Ten... wet. Nebraska-Wisconsin. and I mean, yeah, Minnesota-Iowa. Minnesota, and I mean, I've seen this enough to uh, recognize it, so... Uh, and I, I like the text you sent. You, you sent it's... Uh, you didn't say it was boring when it was ten, before things went bonkers because that's a deal. It was pretty, it was pretty nondescript for three and a half quarters, and then it just mm-hmm. got crazy and got fun super quick. But uh, but you, it it had ca- captured slash it was held your attention. Neither boring
1: or amazing, but it had kept my attention. Yeah,
0: there you go. And yeah,
1: the, we talked about there was the Super Bowl a few years ago with the Rams Patriots that was like thirteen to three or something, and that oh, was yeah. pretty bad. That was a pretty bad one. Yep, and we talked about. Maybe, I don't know if we were even doing this podcast yet. We talked about people who go, actually, if you know football, this has been an amazing defensive battle. Like, sometimes that is the case. Um, I'll never forget that Viking Seahawks game where Blair Walsh missed the wide left. That, what was the score of that game? 10-9, to I think. Yeah, something like that. Was that was a great football game. Mm-hmm. That was a really good football game. There can be low-scoring games yes. that are fun and exciting. Uh, that 13-3 to Super Bowl, I thought, was shit. That was a boring, bad football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this past Super Bowl, when it was ten to three at halftime, I felt like it had been a good, exciting half. There were mov- teams were moving the ball, just a bunch of turnovers, yeah. weird f- fluke plays. Um, it wasn't just a punt fest like your typical Iowa ice football game. I mean. Teams were doing things, players are getting involved and um, you know, I, I felt like it had the, the right energy, you know, of a Super Bowl game. I felt like it was good. I actually thought it kinda slowed down a little bit in the third quarter was when it started to get a little boring. Mm. Um, but then obviously, yeah, the fourth quarter it it, it you know, it started Anytime you get to the fourth quarter and it's tight, it's close game within a field goal or tied or whatever like it was, then it kind of becomes exciting even if even if those first three quarters were complete dog shit. It was 0-0 zero zero or something yeah. like that. Once you get to the fourth quarter, it's like, all right, this is going to be over pretty soon. Yeah. So there's, there's drama. There's like, you know, whether anything's happening or nothing's going to happen, now it's becoming exciting. So uh, I certainly wouldn't rank that among the greatest Super Bowls of all time, even though I think it went to overtime. Uh, That's only happened, what, one other time, I think? Two other times in in Super Bowl history? So uh, that's, in itself, makes it one of the better Super Bowls ever just from a drama standpoint. I I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, a couple times you can... uh, I started to get the sense that maybe this... Oh, yeah, this this is not holding people's attention or it's getting depressing as a Chiefs fan because they had, like, six points at... I think in going into the fourth quarter. I don't even remember, but they, they were stuck on six for a it's while. Ten to
1: 3 at halftime. I know that. Yeah,
0: you know. and uh, I just remember, I tell you, Jackson should have put – Jackson Renschler, the general manager here, should just apply to be uh, a part of the game day entertainment crew for any pro or college team in town because he just started playing. You've got to fight for your right to – it used to just he would play that after Travis Kelsey touchdowns. Uh-huh. Now he's playing it during commercial breaks <laughs> and, like, fire people up. Mm-hmm. And he had to do that a couple times, and when he did it the second, I'm like – I see what you're doing here. Okay, uh, uh, trying to get the Chiefs fans who are kind of downtrodden. But I can't can't imagine too many of Chiefs fans like me were downtrodden. We've kind of seen this movie before, and you kind of have a if you can't have a degree of confidence with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback <laughs> when you're behind in a game. Uh, I saw the crazy stat that it, it, it two and 48 were records in Super Bowls for quarterbacks who were down by 10 or more points at any point in the game before Tom Brady, and then Tom Brady. Went like, uh... (laughs) Two and one, or something like that. Now Patrick Mahomes is three and one mm-hmm. in such games. Well, he's not. Can't be. Yeah, he has three and one. Yeah. he's been behind by, 10, been behind or more. by ten. Each of his three, three yeah. victories. Yeah, I mean, we we don't have to sit here and talk about how great Patrick Mahomes is. How this, this is a dynasty I think, I think, and all I that. What do, do you want to do? I think we do. Okay. I think good. We do. Thank you. Well, uh, you be the one to do it. I'm the Chiefs fan here. Well,
1: we talked about it last week's podcast about how who do you like to win, the Chiefs? Why? Because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Not because they're an especially good football team this year. We all knew this year they were. Flawed. Th- they were down an 11 and 6 regular th- season record. This was
0: the year everybody said, you got to get him this year. Yeah. yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Um, and, you know, we said, yeah, we still like the Chiefs to win because of Patrick Mahomes. You know, we can have all these conversations about the GOAT, who's the greatest quarterback ever, blah, blah, blah. I, uh, you know, you remember many years ago I wrote that I thought Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback I've ever seen. Um, and I absolutely believed that when I wrote it, and I still have believed it for the last few years. I've never seen a quarterback. With the skill that he had, just with the ability to do things on the field like he does. Um, I think I'm ready to bump him. I, I think Mahomes, uh, you know, obviously he was unique. There, there are, there's been other quarterbacks similar to Aaron Rodgers in style and production and all that stuff. Mahomes is a little bit more of a unicorn. But just the idea that um, no matter what you have around him, he can find a way to do it by himself. Uh, his ability to create, his—I mean, obviously his—just his accuracy, his arm, his—you know—diversity of throws that he can make, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think you know it's his, and this is one of the same reasons I praised Aaron Rodgers so much too, was how Aaron Rodgers' footwork and ability to create out of the pocket, and you couldn't get him down, and all those sorts of things, thrown on the run. Mahomes is just—you um, can't tackle him, you can't stop him, you can't. It doesn't matter what down and distance it is, you never feel like you. You know, they like to say, get him off schedule. Patrick Mahomes is never off schedule. It can be third and 37. He's not off schedule. He enjoys the hell out of it, actually. I mean, it's just, I've never seen a player who can create things by himself the way that he does. I've never seen a player look so unbothered. Uh, I've never seen a player who made the other defense look so uncomfortable. They never feel, you never feel good when Pat Mahomes is on the other side. doesn't matter how good your defense is. doesn't matter what the score is, what the down and distance is. You're like, that guy can render all of it moot by himself. I don't think there's ever been anyone like him. He's won three championships, and he's 28. If he plays as long as Tom Brady did, and he won't, we know that, but if he did, that would mean 17 more years of Patrick Mahomes. Now, he might never win another championship again, but he might win eight more, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the only comparison I can really think of is Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods famously flamed out. You know, when Tiger was at the stage in his career Mahomes was at, is at right now, we were saying, well, Jack Nicholson's record, Nicholas's record, that's, that's the least, you know, of course that record's going down. How many can he win? How great can he be? How high is up for Tiger Woods? you know, aiming for Jack Nicholas's record, that's that's small potatoes, you know. That's kind of how it feels like with Mahomes right now. It, oh, he's only going to win five championships? Seven? Eight? You know, I don't know. I mean, and maybe he'll turn out like Tiger Woods did. And for whatever reason, he'll obviously there was some off-the-field stuff that led to Tiger's demise. But to be the level of success he's had, at the age he's had, and the fact that he's done it so many times, I don't want to say by himself, but... He's not doing it because he's surrounded with all uh, – granted, Travis Kelsey's amazing and there have been other great players, but this was a deeply flawed football team. Yep. And he carried them to the Super Bowl by himself. Next year, they're probably going to be better. Um, there's just no reason to think that the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty, train, whatever, is going to slow yeah. down.
0: I mean, I could, I could stick with – I could go down the dynasty road – I'll go down the Mahomes road and with your Tiger is a perfect comparison. Brady's an interesting comparison as well. And then we get to when you're talking greatest ever, best ever. And then how much do you weigh the titles and will certainly they matter if that player is the most responsible person mm-hmm. for those titles in those team sports. But and that's
1: why just to clarify, yeah. why I always made sure I called Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback ever. Yes. If you want to say the greatest, I, then yes, Tom Brady, his mm-hmm. his body of work, his championship greatest kind de- of
0: uh, decorated career, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, accomplished, yes, accomplished. Yes. accomplished. Yeah, he was really good, and he was also accomplished, and he was wildly accomplished, partly because he was that good. But I, I heard one discussion because sometimes I just get so tired of these things. But when Mahomes does what he does, we you can you can rev up the engines again on this kind of shit. So, okay. Well, Tom Brady did win three in his first four years as a starter. And really, he won, uh, yeah, he won three out of four right away. Uh, One of those, obviously, was the backup. He came in during, I think, the playoffs, or he was a backup for half the year. He wasn't even the guy, but certainly it goes goes next to his name. But if you recall, uh, early on in the Belichick-Brady era... Tom Brady was a game manager. He was known as that, and the and the Patriots were winning games more on the mm-hmm. strength of the defense that Bill Belichick built. And I the think offense that's a little strong very ball to call a game manager.
1: It, he was pretty damn good right from the jump, but because Drew Bledsoe was definitely fair. not a game manager. I'm and not, the guy who,
0: who Brady replaced. I'm not saying he was chopped um, liver and it was but he all done He him wasn't doing tea. it like Mahomes is was certainly. He, yes, was he? Any? Did he have anywhere near the? The tools that Patrick Mahomes does. He had, no. he, had, he had the most important... He never did. Even he at had his the most, impo- in his prime, he He didn't had the have most important tools, tools like uh, making <laughs> great throws under pressure when it counts most, dissecting a defense uh, before and after mm-hmm. the snap. Mm-hmm. Brady was elite, elite, top of the food chain, but he didn't. But Mahomes is, I think we can all agree, almost as good, if not better at that, Plus the athleticism, plus the mm-hmm. escapability, and and uh, we all know the time. So I mean, Patrick Rose to me looks and feels very much like Tom Brady with the athleticism, yeah. and most other uh, quote unquote athletic quarterbacks you can name that are the most athletic you've ever seen, that, that are highlight films that you've ever seen. None of them have anywhere near the, uh, I guess, the poise, the accuracy, the mm-hmm. the you know, and lack and lack mistakes the way. Mahomes does. There's an interesting stat that I heard today that like uh, nine yards or fewer, Patrick Mahomes is the best in the NFL at the easy throws. Mm-hmm. He prefers the easy throws most of the time. I think this year he had he career lows f- in
1: yards for attempt, yeah. yards for completion, long passes. Yeah. He doesn't go they for it. They were broke. dink and dunk this year.
0: But when uh, the clock's winding and as it turned out, I guess the Chiefs would have gotten more time had the overtime run out uh, by the overtime rules. I didn't know that in the moment. I thought like, oh my God, there's 12 seconds left. And there's two timeouts. What the fuck is Andy Reid doing? Why are they snapping the ball? It's like the basketball play where the coach Mm -hmm. is, well, the defense can't get set up. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I should have been smart enough to realize in the moment, well, it's Patrick Mahomes. He'll make a play. And it was like the easiest play ever. Like, it Mm -hmm. couldn't have been a more sensical, Mm -hmm. just a quick rollout, dink to to Hartman, and it's over. But that's that's the other deal is like you just – exactly. In that moment, you should have complete trust that that's just – he's going to know exactly – athletically what to what to do, and he's going to be able to do it. He's not going to do... He rarely does anything. You think a guy like that that can make all those plays makes all the acrobatic plays that we've seen that just you know, the weird odd ball first down ones with the sidearm and he's halfway being tackled mm-hmm. and he just throws it. You'd think he'd make more mistakes because its he doesn't try to do that a ton. But you'd think with as much as we see him do it, he'd make more mistakes. He threw more interceptions and this year, I think, he than it, he ever has. He did it during the regular yeah. season, yeah. yeah. No, you, you just and, brought and they that were to on mind. a lot of
1: plays like that where he tried to create and got careless yeah. and made mistakes. But that's part but. of being a great quarterback, too, is, you know, understanding you can take this risk in Week 11. Yeah. You can't take this risk in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game You know, or the Super Bowl.
0: And yet, when you have to get down, and yet when you get down by ten points, which has happened not to, to the Chiefs just in a few Super Bowls, but like in several playoff games, you get down by ten. You're, you're gonna, you're supposed, mm-hmm. supposedly, you're gonna take more risks because you have to. Yeah. And he still doesn't make the big mistake. And eighty-three percent. Well, he also ran for sixty-six yards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that
1: was one thing. I remember telling somebody, like, if there's anything you should bet on, it's the over on Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards in the Super Bowl. Because they're going to need him to create, and he's going to do it, and he did. And
0: he's and maybe perhaps all year he's quote unquote been in reserves. Like it's not like he tries to do it very often. That's the other Michael. Michael Vick was electrifying. He he did it too much, Mm -hmm. you know. But Lamar Jackson gets hurt at the end of season sometimes. Yeah, Um,
1: Yeah, there's this sort of. Well, Patrick Mahomes isn't really a running quarterback. He only rushed for 220 yards or whatever. He's like, yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't want to. Yeah. Yeah, because he
0: doesn't want to get hit. And he doesn't till have to. Wait until the playoffs to. when it matters. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, I'm glad you went there because it feels – and it feels very much like Tiger. Like, I can't – okay, if you want to call Nicholas the greatest ever because his, he had a, more longevity – and one more majors, and that's the, and then golf, that's an individual sport. Okay, that's, I, I, I'll never argue against it, but I kind of feel like Tiger Woods was a better player. I saw Tiger Woods when he was at his best, and it's not like he only did it in a three year stretch. He mm-hmm. did it over a course of a decade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, and then he kind of buried himself. I mean, mm-hmm. everything he did, he did to himself. The personal stuff, the, the, the injuries were all a result of the way he swung, whatever. Uh, Tiger Woods did his best for a long enough period of time was better than Jack Nicklaus at his best and uh, you know I feel like Tiger's the best golfer that ever was but I would not argue with someone who would say Nicklaus is the best or the greatest because I can't argue with that number team sports it's a little tougher Mm -hmm. but again Brady earned the moments that he made in all the Super Bowls that he won and so is Mahomes Mm -hmm. so but does he have does Mahomes have to? does Mahomes have to win seven Super Bowls to be tied with Tom Brady for the greatest quarterback ever that's what I wonder, because that's what I feel like. It's if if he doesn't continue to win like he does, then we go down that Tiger Woods versus Jack Nicklaus path. Yeah, and I, and you still feel like Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. So I do. We're talking um, about two different things. You know,
1: know. I mean it's it, it. Plus, there's all those. How long does your Have to be, you know. I mean, Sandy Koufax probably was the greatest pitcher that ever lived, but he had a really short career. He retired on top. Gale Sayers, Gale Sayers, Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Joe Montana. We don't. He doesn't get nearly enough part of the conversation for greatest quarterbacks of all time. You should remember. I mean, I felt the same way when Montana was on the field. ...that I do when Mahomes is on the field. Like, you can't stop it. And he had almost zero athleticism. He yeah, was, he was a little sneaky athletic, but sure. yeah, he was a lanky white guy who, yeah. who didn't run. Um, he, he was kind of... He had some shake, whatever. It, yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're no, right. You're, but, you're right, too. <laughs> uh, but, but, I mean, he was hurt all the time because, again, football was different back then. Yeah. You could hit the quarterback, you know? If people try to compare the numbers. If Montana played today, my God, you know, how he would pick yes. apart defenses not being able to hit him. I mean, I was a Vikings fan at a time when the Vikings were pretty good and the 49ers were really good. And whenever Montana was on the field, you are just like, fuck. This is, why am I even watching this? <laughs> and the Vikings' defenses yeah. back then were really good. Yeah. That was when the Vikings were carried by their defenses. And I didn't care how good that defense was. It was like, Montana is going to beat you. And yeah. he always did. Yeah. He's... Again, the stats don't add up because he was hurt all the time, but four known Super Bowls, I believe three or four Super Bowl MVPs. His Super Bowl statistics are stupid. That guy was unbelievably good. Unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm. And people forget about him because it was just 30 years ago. That's yeah. why. I mean, that's just that's why people forget about him. But, I mean, Brady, the standard for Bra- Brady was Montana. As far as I recall. Well, they the look sta- like. The sta- like the same guy. The standard you know? for Brady to eclipse Montana. Montana used to be acknowledged as the best quarterback mm-hmm. of all time. The main reason was the four Super Bowls. Yep. And if you watched any of those four Super Bowls, almost in all of them, he was either so brilliant they won by blowout, or he managed a game to a win, win yeah. a game-winning yeah. drive. And uh, so and they are very much the same guy. And, when um, Brady
1: became a dude, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm watching the reincarnation yeah. of Joe Montana." Same here.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and of course, was the whole. They grew, he grew up. I think Brady grew up in Northern California, a mm-hmm. 49ers so. fan, I think. Uh, and by the way, um, oh, God, Tiger Mahomes, blah 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 blah. Where else were we going with this? Well, you know, you can go down the Chiefs dynasty. Your fandom for the Vikings, my fandom for the Chiefs. We've we've mentioned this a billion times. The Chiefs are the were. The AFC's Vikings, for our lives, until they got Patrick Mahomes. Really, until they got Andy Reid, but Andy Reid coached a couple of of classic Chiefs. I mean, the Cleveland Browns exist, but I hear what you're saying. The Cleveland Browns exist. What do you we're
1: mean? talking about the Chiefs being the Vikings of the AFC. Like, well,
0: the, in but I
1: guess you could say the Browns are more like the Lions, and yeah. the Chiefs are more like the Vikings. No, I mean the, uh, they're, like, they're
0: the Lions and the Browns at the very bottom of the pile. Like, yeah. the Chiefs and the Vikings are always good, sometimes yes. mediocre. Yeah. Usually, dependent on your coach or quarterback. Chiefs have won a Super Bowl though, but against the Vikings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, before yeah. we were born, which to yeah. me doesn't count. But uh, anyway, same team, good, not great. Never, never a high enough draft pick to get that difference yeah. maker and. And then, oh, just a colossal uh, playoff. The thing is, is they, they, most years of our lives, our team would build us our hope and our confidence up that this is the year because they were usually good enough to do it. And time and time again, the not just the losing a game, but losing a game somehow, mm-hmm. either on one bad play, Blair Walsh or or Gary Anderson, or just the course of a game, you Brent know, they, they showed up and choked the Chiefs. The Chiefs play the. Steelers a couple of years before they got Mahomes in a playoff game where the Chiefs were, I believe, were the number one seed. You know, they had Alex Smith. They the, the Chiefs scored two touchdowns. The Steelers scored none. And the Steelers won the game at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. That was the Chiefs. And now you've got, of course, a supernova, the unicorn, the alien, and everything everything changes just like that. So I'm asking you to put yourself in my shoes as a Chiefs fan. Imagine this was happening to the Vikings. My attitude to this point, not that anyone really cares, is house money. I just I just I'm, I was just still to have one Super Bowl. Then, then when there was two, it was cool. Plus the Chiefs had not won it for a couple of years. They lost mm-hmm. one, then they didn't make it. it seemed like they were descending. Mm-hmm. Okay, but after two, I was like, all house money. I know yeah. Patrick Mahomes has yeah. years in his prime ahead, but I am good. I'm not and I didn't get too worked up in this game. I wouldn't have been crushed my I, my soul would not have been crushed had the Niners won that game. But now I kind of feel like okay, there's three, and you just said it. He's 28, and the Chiefs. It feels like they're stacked. So long as he doesn't get hurt, Uh, do I have to feel like every like if they don't win two or three or four more, I'm going to be disappointed the rest of my life, like Packers fans should be. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, uh, it's
1: it's funny because you know Packers fans. Do you get greedy now? Do I need to get greedy? This
0: is like this is the window.
1: Well, you know. Packers won them in in the dark ages and then they won one with Favre and then they won one with Rodgers and they feel
0: like most people feel like they left a lot on the table they
1: they did there's no question about that but it took a while for Vikings fans to even like have the balls to say that out loud you know like oh you only won two I mean well that's two more than our team has won yeah I think it's fair to say that the Packers Underachieved given what they had at quarterback for 30 years, but they still won two Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, yeah, they still got those. Um, got to a couple other ones, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, if I was a Packers fan, I, don't, I have tons of Packers fans in my life, friends, family. They don't ever make it sound like, <laughs> yeah, it sure does suck to be a Packers yeah. fan. Like, no, yeah, I don't think they're feeling too bad about that. Uh, we talked about the Bill Simmons rule that your team wins a championship, you have to shut up for 10 years. <laughs> I think that's a great rule. Yeah, um, and I think I would. You know, the the only—it's <laughs> funny. I love telling this story. The Twins won the World Series in 1987. I was seven years old, but I was seven going on twenty. I, you know, already had memorized every statistic in Major League Baseball. I knew every player in the major leagues by face. Um, I was super into it. It was my first year of being. Uh, A human being with object permanence you know and my team wins the world series yeah so there was a little bit of a sense of oh this must happen all the time yeah you know well then they didn't make it back in 88 but they were still really good so i was like well that wasn't too bad at least they're still good then 89 and 90 they sucked and i was kind of like oh this is gonna happen 91 they make the famous comeback go from worst to first they win the world series and i remember thinking to myself in 1991 as an 11 year old oh, I'm just really glad that they finally won one when I'm old so I can appreciate it. When when I was seven, I was kind of a baby. I didn't know what was going on. Now I'm a mature, grizzled veteran of an 11-year-old who has been through a couple losing seasons. Now I can appreciate it. Now I understand what goes into my team winning a championship. I was fucking 11, but that's what I was thinking to myself as an 11-year-old. Thank God now I'm old enough to appreciate this. I did not think at the age of 11 that 33 years later, I'd still be waiting for my next championship from any of my teams, Twins, Vikings, whatever. Now that I've been through that, um, I'm pretty sure if the Twins win the World Series this year, if the Vikings had won the Super Bowl this year, um, that that would give me a certain sense of I'm never complaining again. And I don't complain a whole lot as it is, really. I yeah. mean, we've talked about how you and I, at least, are at this stage in our lives kind of detached fans. I don't live and die with the Vikings at all. I do a little bit more with the Twins. But even that, it's kind of like, okay, I either am really happy for a couple days or really sad for a couple days, and then, you know, we move on with yeah. it. But I do think if I were in your shoes right now as a Chiefs fan, I would certainly not be thinking, well, Mahomes is only 28, so we have to win five yeah. more for it to be worthwhile. Like, it's all
0: gravy Exactly. At this I feel the same. Same way, and, uh, and it's the NFL. We all understand it's it's a league designed for parity. Uh, it's I think no one's ever wanted back to back to back. Uh, Chiefs, Not in probably, the Super Bowl era, exactly. No. No. And, and the Chiefs are as good a candidate to do it as any because Patrick Mahomes. That's why, and you know they're going to have to make a hard decision probably on defense to keep an elite pass rusher or an elite cornerback, but. You know, first world problems. I don't think I don't know if that'll just uh, implode their chances of uh, getting back to and and playing in the Super Bowl. And If they don't, if the Bills or do- even the Dolphins beat them, I'm not going to be surprised or upset. You know, again, it's mm-hmm. the NFL. It's mm-hmm. the Chiefs are not head and shoulders above anybody else. They just keep winning the the games that matter. Um, so I'd like to think I'll have that kind of perspective. It was, I was, it was funny because I was here. I wanted to be at Arrowhead North, and you know, it's a Chiefs bar. The place was crazy, and they do a great job of making it festive. There were a few 49ers fans here, but it was a great time. But there's part of me that was looking over at a table full, and they know who they are, Jackson and all of his friends, um, that about my age, maybe a little younger, who I just go, I just wish I could be that. I, I wish I could still be that happy. And that excited because they were they were waste management open happy and drunk. But mm-hmm. like at one point Jackson came over to me and I'm just I'm just kind of in it on every play. I'm just like let's get you know I'm just hoping we get a first down and mm-hmm. you know little fist pump and uh, I yeah I might have elevated on the game winning touchdown. But like there were a couple points where Jackson was holding like he came by to hug me and hold me up <laughs> to get me to kick my legs in the air and I'm kind of like. Let's get a grip here. <laughs> well, I do think... And <laughs> like, this I, is, thank you. He's, he, I think he's, he was as if to say, come on, this is...
1: Right. Well, I was just going to say, if, if you and I are being honest with ourselves, our yes, we're 45 years old now, but also our, I think our jobs probably, if we're being honest with ourselves, also contribute to us being a little more detached no doubt. Than, than we were before we yes. have spent 20 years working in this business. It's our jobs to be objective, and I know people say that we're not, but we make efforts to be um, I've covered tons of championship teams obviously over the years um, I remember when the Vikings lost in '09, when Brett Favre threw the interception they yeah. got beat by the Saints um, U- I was covering USF at the time and uh, I remember thinking like well you know <laughs> at least I get to cover this NAIA championship football team and I kind of tried to talk myself into like like very secretly to myself not telling anyone because high job objective like get really in on the Cougars. Like, just go all in. Like, you're a Coug fan. Don't tell anyone because you're doing your job, but like, just do it because your teams keep losing, you know? (laughs) Like, at least here you have this team that isn't going to let you down. They're going to do it. They're going to win. Yeah. And, uh, and I still was like, you know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm the beat writer that covers the team. Like, yeah, I was happy for them. Yeah, I was quietly hoping they would win the game when I was covering those games. Just like I was hoping SDSU would win all these national championship games. Why would I root against them? Why would I not want a team from my home state to win the national championship? I was thrilled for the Jacks, especially last year and yeah. again this year. But I'm not invested like the real fans the people that are spending their own money to come mm. down there to frisco the people who are in the stands yeah. drinking beers going crazy tailgating like i can't get it up like that even if i'd like to i just
0: can't out of context matt zimmer i can't yeah. get it up like that yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I have, no i meant that I fair, to... <laughs> fairly yeah i kind <laughs> of oh, meant it okay. that way too okay yeah. gotcha okay yeah i got it uh well and i and i'm a, I'm a husker fan and not you know as a husker, part of the husker "Quote unquote media," but I hosted a show, and we're—it's okay for us to be fans of show hosts and stuff like that for Fuse in Lincoln. But I can't tell you how many times I've pissed my uncle off and gotten in an argument with By him. By being too objective. Yes, yeah. because he uh, because Are you a fan or not because like, he'll, cause yeah. he because he because he drinks the guy and he admits it. He drinks yeah. the fucking Kool Aid every year on this uh, recruit or that recruiting class or the new coach every three or four years, and I'm just like, and then I can or before a game, you know, I think we can beat Colorado, and I'm like, uh, you know, like so, I know just enough to tell you that that's not going to happen. Uh, when they played ne- Dion's team and um, I'm not right every time, but he was just like we we just be a fan Can you just get excited? You-, you-, you have to be the wet napkin the blah blah blah, blah. Can't you be a fan and get excited and be realistic yeah. and-, and want to will the team to be better? And I, there's one story that there was one game where Nebraska uh, like, 97 or 99, uh, Nebraska is still one of the top five teams in the country. They're playing Colorado and Boulder. They've got a 2-3 touchdown lead, and Colorado scores one touchdown, and then Nebraska – Colorado scores another, t- and it's in Boulder. And I'm just like, Nebraska is just giving this – Come back to Colorado. They're not even. They're trying to salt the clock away. They're 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 abandoning the stuff that worked to get them that big lead, and uh, they're just gonna. I think I think they're gonna lose. And my uncle had to leave the room (laughs) because I just said Nebraska's doing it all it can to lose. I'm just being too logical. Everyone could see it. Pointing out what's happening. Yeah. And then when they won, he came back downstairs. He's like, ah, because Nebraska held on to win, and he's just like, gee, I. can you... He's like, you don't even get to celebrate now. Or, you know, or just he couldn't... I, I didn't have the right to be as happy as he was because I didn't have enough faith in my team. Hey, by the way, teams that uh, Dynasties and, and things that were just used to being um, uh, out of this galaxy amazing... What is it now for the Jackrabbit women? I mean, I know we only have a couple minutes, but like 42, 43 straight in the Summit League regular I've season. I've lost track. Yeah. I mean, well, I, that's the point. They haven't
1: lost since they lost the USD and Vermilion in Vermillion in twenty-two. I think.
0: I, yeah, I heard AJ talking. He was on Mark Cuban's show about a week ago, and and the number it was forty at the time, and I'm just like, how did we never notice that? I. Because you know. <laughs> we're just because we're numb to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're,
1: you know, had another big injury recently. They just keep on rolling. I mean. Um, I think given that they are so injury-depleted, there's a potential that they could be vulnerable in Sioux Falls. Obviously, they're running away with the regular season title, but that doesn't mean anything. It's going to come down to Sioux Falls, so they just got to make sure they don't trip up in Sioux Falls, and then they're going back to the tournament again with seven scholarship players. What do we got, what do we got for the men's
0: games coming up this week?
1: Uh, the Jacks, both men and women play Kansas City on Thursday, women at home, men on the road. And Saturday is Omaha, I believe. Okay. Women at home, men on the road.
0: What what uh, scale of one to ten, what kind of uh, both women's
1: games are going to be easy jackrabbit wins. Yeah. Uh, men's games are both gonna be tough, especially the trip to Omaha. Frankie Fiedler's really good. Okay. Omaha's playing really well. That's gonna be a tough one.
0: Yeah, this is this is why we, we save a lot of summit hoops material for the seventh league tournament or shortly there before. Especially this year. Maybe yeah. maybe next week. Alright. See ya. Why are you laughing? that was a terrible
1: outro <laughs> fuck you <laughs> 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 drink yes